Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. Good evening, guys. The family members have just confirmed that Nakaya was eight months pregnant with baby Noah. Yeah, again, I, I don't know what the what the motive was. Um, you know, at, at this point, um, it's pretty relevant. That possible 11:44 in a field. They at Cornelia 44:88 North Cornelia. They have the victim apparently set on fire at this time. Police have arrested the brother of a pregnant woman accused of murdering her and setting her on fire. Aaron Dudley, 41, was taken into custody after he tried to flee from the home he shared with his sister. Nakaya Rebecca Logan, who was 36 weeks pregnant, was found earlier Tuesday on a dirt access road four blocks from their house. Detectives in this case said that this is an ongoing trend and already happened five times in their area last year. Nakaya Rebecca Logan was 26 years old and lived in Fresno, California. Nakaya was described by friends and family as adorned, zealous, and hardworking. According to her Facebook, she attended Fresno City College and pursued the associate degree nursing program. Nakaya was said to be very determined, focused, and driven. She was very private for the most part, but working to start preparing for her new journey as a young adult. According to reports, Nakaya lived in a home with her mother and her four 41-year-old brother, Aaron. Not much was said about the sibling dynamics within the home, but Nakaya made it clear that she was scared of her big brother. According to reports, police were previously called to the home on July 28, 2021, and Nakaya reiterated that she feared for her safety. At that time, police determined that Aaron was a threat to the people within the home and was placed on an involuntary 72-hour hold. A year after that incident, Nakaya became pregnant, and her main focus and concern was the safety of her and her baby. The 26-year-old was about 36 weeks pregnant with a boy whom she planned to name Noah, not even days after celebrating Noah's baby shower, one of the most traditional ways in which your loved ones come together to celebrate their joy at your pregnancy. Authorities alerted the family that the future mother and son were murdered in the worst way at the hands of her own brother. Good evening, guys. The family members have just confirmed that Nakaya was eight months pregnant with baby Noah. And now this is comes right after the family just threw her a baby shower over the weekend. Now, two lives have been cut short. And we want to warn you that this uh, the, the details in this investigation can be very disturbing. The investigation began around 1230 p.m. December 30th when someone reported seeing a body on fire in an unpaved alley. Law enforcement says that the body was visibly pregnant, Nakaya Logan. According to reports, Nakaya and her son were stabbed multiple times. They say maintenance workers from a nearby apartment complex made the discovery and tried to help. Arrived in a golf cart, attempted to extinguish the uh, person that was set ablaze. Uh, fire arrived within several minutes and pronounced the subject deceased. Quite frankly, these type of cases are difficult cases for us to solve unless we have tips and information to come in from the community to help us solve this murder. And our homicide investigators are going to be working relentlessly over the next 24 and 48 hours 
to find out who's responsible for this particular murder. Fortunately for investigators, a bystander who called the police also captured images of the suspect. The image allegedly captured a man standing over Nakaya's body. Once police got a hold to those images, that man was identified as her older brother, 41-year-old Aaron Jamal Dudley. Several surveillance videos also shows Aaron pushing a trash bin, which investigators believe he held Nakaya inside before the fire took place. Police believes that Nakaya was killed inside their home before she was taken to the alley four blocks away. We were able to recover several pieces of, uh, of information, uh, of evidence in the case, which led us to the arrest of her own brother, 41-year-old uh, Aaron Dudley, who also lives in the home as Nankaya and their mother. Um, there's a lot of information. Um, we, we did bring him down here um, as we typically do um, to interview him and although he did not provide a whole lot of information we have a lot of physical evidence including a crime scene uh, which connects him to this murder um, at the home. Uh, we have several witnesses who not only saw the fire but one witness who actually took a picture of a person who we believe is a suspect standing over the body and uh, several surveillance surveillance videos which show the suspect uh, pushing a trash bin. Uh, we believe that the victim in this case was inside the trash bin. Within the first 48 hours, detectives had gone to the home Aaron shared with his mother and Nakaya after getting a search warrant. When detectives arrived, Aaron tried to flee, but once captured, he was booked at 5.43 p.m. December 14th. Although authorities noted that they had been to the home before and Aaron was allegedly declared unsafe around family members, he made it clear that Aaron's alleged actions after the murder, from trying to dispose of the body to attempt to avoid the police, indicates that he is mentally fit to withstand trial. Thank you, Chief. Good morning, everyone. Um, I would just like to first offer my condolences to the family of Miss Logan such a sad day for everybody in Fresno. Um, and also, I'd like to compliment the fire department and the Fresno Police Department for their expeditious professionalism in solving this case um, and bringing this case to an arrest so quickly. Um, we don't have the reports yet. We don't. We have not been officially given the case yet, so I have a very short statement. I just want to clarify for the media that uh, the definition of murder is the unlawful killing of a human being or a fetus with malice aforethought. And I'm sure that the question is going to come up, so um, we'll go ahead and just um, provide that information. It is my anticipation that the people will be filing two counts of first-degree murder. The DA's office plans to push the death penalty, adding that this incident called for much planning beforehand. In this case, uh, with special circumstances that will um, make this defendant eligible for the death penalty, when we file special special circumstances murders, uh, as many of you know, the penalty is either death or life without the possibility of parole. And again, those are those are pure speculations at this point. We are um, anticipating that those will be the charges. The issue of uh, death is never decided at the filing stage. When we have a special circumstances murder, we always um, give the suspect, which becomes the defendant, uh, his counsel an opportunity to speak with us, and we usually make those determinations after the preliminary hearing. Um, as to what uh, what direction we will go on the penalty phase of those cases. But at this time, um, I would like to once again just congratulate um, and thank the Fresno Police Department and the Fresno Fire Department for bringing this case to a close so expeditiously. 
It's not clear if Aaron has a lawyer who could comment on his behalf and a bail amount for him has not yet been set. This story is completely devastating, you guys. And not only did I get tagged in this story, but there are multiple situations that happened within this week with siblings. Let's stay aware and let's stay alert. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let's please respect the victim and the family in the comments. I love you guys dearly. And with that being said, don't forget to check on your loved ones. Yeah, the, the, in the majority of the cases, it's you know, typically boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. The vast majority of domestic violence cases, and uh, the most recent ones have been a brother, you know, a two sisters, a brother, sister in this case. So um, these are very frustrating for police because when there's gang violence or a gang feud, we can do something about that. We have our magic teams, we have our you know street violence units that can go out there and just be proactive. And you know, when we do one of these gang street operations, it sends a message, and you see uh, uh, the number of shootings, the number of homicides taken up dive during that time. We can't do that with domestic violence. We can't put a police officer or a counselor in every home. Um, so it is very frustrating when you see something like this happen and you think to yourself, what could, could, what could we have done to prevent this? And, and in most cases, it's nothing. There's, there's nothing other than continue to educate people. And, and um, you know, it, it just seems to me like people will solve their, their, um, their conflict violence and for whatever reason we're more prone to do that now than we have in the past and it's sad unfortunate and um it's something that needs to change